back at the Construction Royalty Podcast. We got my friend Zach here. Zach, how's it going, brother? It's good. It's real good. Sunday. Uh, nice day out. Ready to go? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. So, um, you know, we're in the studio now. We're shooting some content for this. Um, brought you in here because I see what you're doing social media-wise. Uh, we work on a couple projects together, same contractor. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, you're in here. Um, I want... You to let the audience know who you are. What do you What do you do? Yeah, uh, my name is Zach Harris. I own Heart Stone Studio and Design. Uh, it's a turnkey fabrication studio, um, design consulting for uh, countertops, stone, anything tile, stone, uh, wall cladding, facades, uh, but mainly countertops. You know, uh, slab content, slab oriented marble. Granite, uh, porcelain, quartz, everything. <laughs> if it needs fabricated, then we basically do it. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, three years now on my own. Nice. Um, twenty twenty, January twenty twenty, <laughs> oh, was a yeah. good start. That's so, a... so yeah, we're rolling. Uh, year three, three and a half at this point now. So, we're good. Uh, what were you doing before that? Before uh, so twenty twenty. Yeah, so I've been in the. <laughs> in the stone industry for uh 13 years now uh 11 in austin so uh 2012 uh through 19 i worked for two different companies two two well-known companies uh high reputation a lot of great clients um and then it just worked out where here i am i wanted to wanted a little more i wanted to start my own thing i felt like I was at the right point to to go for it, and and here we are. So uh, learned a lot, and still learning. Yeah, you never stop learning, huh? No, not at all. <laughs> That's why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly why we're here. Talking to talking to you about your trade, talking to me about my trade. I mean, it's it's all connected, and and learning from from people I see on job sites, my own guys, uh, just stuff every day. So. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's the cool thing about the trades, man. It's like even if it's the same, even if it's like kitchen remodel after kitchen remodel, it's, it's different. Oh, you know, everything's so like, different. Yeah, everything even if it's kind different. of similar, but still like, everything changes. Yeah, yeah. It's, that was a big, a big, big thing when I started this was like, um, you get a lot of stuff. It's like you do over and over and over again, or repetitive. But our process and our, I guess, outlook on our projects is like every single one is different right every yeah. single time every challenge is different every type of material is different no matter if it's if it's a, a small project big project they're all they all have their consistent things obviously that's how we are the company we are but but they all come with different challenges every yeah, time so for sure uh, so what what got you interested in the in whatever you're doing right now were you like born into it or that caught your eye? Uh, I mean, it's all a little connected as far as to how I got here. My uh, my uncle and my dad are both uh, craftsmen, cabinet makers, uh, artists, that kind of thing, hands-on, build everything uh, themselves and stuff. And, and so I've always been around it. Um, but then I got into art, design, graphics stuff like that uh super young and 
And that's what I went to school for, graphic design, fine art, sculpture, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it just kind of led way to an opportunity where I was like a, I, I learned the stone business, but I've blended it in with now like um, drafting and, and illustration and a creative eye for, you know, working with interior designers, working with, with architects and seeing, being able to kind of like see their vision and, and run with it and use my creativity to work with their creativity, I guess. Yeah. So it, it's a nice blend of, I love hands-on things. I love building things. I love super fine finishes like cabinets and hardware and, and really detailed oriented like stuff like uh, steel, like CNC steel and things like that. And, and so I really take pride in like taking something some from such a raw material to like a really nice clean picture perfect yeah. <laughs> you know home or, or business or whatever we're working on so yeah and uh, the, I mean the, the I mean especially for the kitchen where the kitchen's like the you walk into somebody's house they right. they're showing off their house like the kitchen's the first thing you see oh man it's one of the first things yeah you see. I mean that's one of the things that they show off the most right the yeah kitchen. the countertops is you can't miss it kitchen countertops tile stuff like that you're like that's where you're drawn to that's the pretty stuff right yeah. like that's all the like oh wow look at this look at that and so when it's done right it looks amazing when it's done crappy <laughs> you see it right away right and and so um i always joke that like uh we have to literally cover up like a lot of other <laughs> mistakes right like we're putting our service on top of oh, all yeah. these things that like came before us and like if all the other trades do an awesome job and and great then like it makes our job what it's supposed to be right like we get our product in there the way it's supposed to be the way it's supposed to be set all that stuff but if the framers are bad right and then yeah. if the drywall is bad and then the millwork comes in and they kind of just uh, put this in that it's not high quality cabinets or anything um then we come in and i'm and I have to tell, like, the contractor, whoever it might be, like, hey, this is wrong. Hey, this is, uh, you know, this isn't going to work for, <laughs> we have to modify this. We have to change it. And it's so late in the game, we're always behind, right? All the yeah. finishes are, are already already behind. So you start to tell them that, and they're just like, oh, put it on top of it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll fix. Put, yeah. put a shim here. Put a shim there. And, and sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't, but. You but, do things like the cherry on top, right? Like you just yeah, and then, just drop it on. So the top, yeah, top when of you fire. when you get these pictures in the end, you're like, wow, look at this, look at this island, look at look at these miters and waterfalls and and full height backsplash and all these really awesome features. But it takes a it takes a lot to get there yeah. for sure. But I I love working through all that. I love I love seeing the concept. I love you know from start to finish. I get to see it on a a rendering or a, a drawing or a paper napkin, you know, I mean, that's still a thing, right? <laughs> like yeah. it's still from a born from a concept of like, Hey, let's sketch this out on a piece of paper and hang it on the wall and see if we like it tomorrow. Or right. And then, and then bringing that to the material stage, to the selection stage. And then, and then obviously seeing what my guys can do with it and what I can do with it and, and putting it in. So, 
Yeah. And as far as like, I know you mentioned a little while ago that you went to school for draft, draft, uh, graphic design. Graphic design, yeah. So, I mean, do you use that in what you're doing right now? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I pretty much use kind of all my, all the facets or arms of things like I've learned, like drafting, like AutoCAD, Illustrator, all kind of like things that programs that people take for granted now, right? Like they're super easy to, yeah. to get a hold of or or use or things like that and you can learn them super fast but um so all those all that stuff that i've learned i i can kind of combine into like if somebody wants to see their slab on you know the countertop what it would look like in their house right or what the layout would look like before that i can use all that to to create kind of what they want and what they want to see um yeah so i started there Long story short, the recession happened in 2008, whatever it was, so I got laid off. I, it was like one of those things where you think you're immune to something because you like lasted so long in it, and then all of a sudden, bang, and it was like over, and I was like, what the heck? And then, so that's how I got into just like construction and and figuring stuff out on the fly, <laughs> figuring, it, figuring it out as I went, uh, learning a lot, like learning from from friends that I haven't talked to in a while. I was, I was just bouncing around for a minute and, and landed, you know, in construction and and ran with it, so. Yeah, and I know we saw a little bit of that shift too in, in 2020, right, where yeah. people were getting yeah. laid off, or, yeah. you know, now you can work from home and right. you know, people don't want to go out to the, yeah, to the that was a weird, sites and stuff. That was a weird time for, for me because I mean, not only did I start my own business, it's the first business yeah. I've started learning as I go, right? Like, not really knowing what quite to do. But I had built such a good client base and such a re a repeat kind of, like, process and, and clients that, that did the same work over and over, right? Like, mm -hmm. they needed countertops for tenant improvements, finish outs, businesses, stuff like that. So it wasn't like I was getting one house and then being like oh who's who's the next one that needs countertops yeah. right so it it started out as like uh like 2020 was like going 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 and then it was like oh this is a gonna be a thing right like this pandemic is gonna be a real thing and but at the same time like i can't put countertops in from my house right yeah. i can't yeah, i can't yeah, fabricate yeah, things from like a uh, home office or whatever i mean could i consult and and obviously bid and and draw projects yeah but um actually getting the work done and doing things was like nothing really changed for us so we just kind of went about our our day and the best we could i had a couple of projects you know stall or or back out or whatever but a lot of those commercial projects that we do and we're doing like those contracts are in motion for three or four years right yeah. <laughs> they can't can't just back out of a, a 20 story building right yeah. that's being built so a lot of that stuff still went through and and we made it and and uh so yeah it was a a little different scenario but it but it was still yeah it was definitely a different time than if you would have you know started the business now like yeah this year like yeah. it's it's definitely and you think that that helped you just the fact that like you're saying you had those you build a relationship with those clients that you know, they're not one-time projects, but they just need a countertop at the countertop for yeah. different projects. Yeah. So, 
you think that was like a, a like your advantage? Yeah, or, it's or it's, somebody it's been um, a, a really good thing, and I I learned that a couple of different ways of like how to. And I realize I'm realizing that now, like I maybe learning it and doing it all the time was just like second nature at the time. But now I look and I see like, well, oh, this is how our business is built to maintain longevity and, and, and not just be this or that. It was like, um, just looking for the right clients, keeping them the right clients and, and working towards like a, how do you want your business to look on the outside to other people, right? Like how do you want to be perceived when somebody says your name or says your company or says like this person would be great for this? Like they're going to know you're, you're good for this type of work, right? Or this type of thing. And what's your goal towards that? Like when people think of Hearthstone, like what do you want them to think? Yeah, just just super super detail oriented super quality um just um a a solid you know when you when you call us you're gonna get exactly what you wanted you're gonna get a really good experience a lot of knowledge uh and just like guidance through the whole the whole process i i want i want them to feel comfortable i want them to know that they're they're in you know good hands and that part of the project they don't have to worry about anymore. I want, and in that, and that's huge for commercial work, which is like our one of our main focuses. I'd say we're like seventy percent commercial, maybe more. But but in doing that, it <clears throat> we have a relationship with GCs where like when they see us on a job or they see us on a on a spec or or on a contract. Like, they're like, wow, I don't have to worry about that part of the job, right? Like, I know that they're going to do a good job. It's kind of going to be that, like, maybe they can put their their trades in, like, boxes. Like, this is going to be a problem. This is going to be fine. No, Heartstone Studio is going to yeah. go over in the in the great pile. Like, I don't have to worry about them, right? Like, um, so I want them to already feel comfortable in that, in that way and that stuff. And I think one of the biggest goals in having this having this business in the construction world or ecosystem whatever is that i wanted to set us apart as a as a company and a trade that like was not just us like a subcontractor not just somebody like doing the work right i want people to know us as like a a formidable like asset to the build to the company to all this stuff and i want them to think of us like as an ally as like a person they can trust or bring in at any stage of the of the project and not just be like oh that's subcontractor here it comes done and out right like i want them to have like a good experience i want them to to recognize the brand on the job i want us like our trucks out front i want our you know guys in shirts i want like the whole brand identity to be noticeable and and to, it to be like a 
like an iconic yeah like a like a, like a something that i don't know is featured right <laughs> like in something that's like they want it to be a part of the build i guess yeah and i want like a designer or architect to think of us way early on in the stages of like construction and and design and and what they want out of the project and be like i know this person can help me get there right i know they can help me like facilitate something or brainstorm something not just put it on a contractor oh find me find me a find me a sub that can put these countertops in right and so i want them to be like i want hearthstone studio on there they have done this they've done that they know what they're doing yeah. basically right um, yeah, you you brought up a good point with, like you don't you don't just want your company to be a subcontracted company, right? Because people think of subcontractors for general contractors, <coughs> and they they just think like small company, right? Because well, like all yeah, the majority small of company, the majority of subcontracting companies are just small, and they stay small. Yeah, and and that's like okay, I guess, but like it's almost like a. I don't want us to be seen as like an in like a not a valuable asset to the yeah, part of the job sure. right and like sometimes you can be like oh well yeah the electrician's there or oh the plumber's coming in there and like not that we don't get credit but we don't but we don't get credit for like being a huge role in the project right yeah. like at the end of the at the end of the whole thing you see these pictures of architects or yeah architecture you know, or whoever you get all the you know the praise and and the and the I don't know, recognition, but, yeah. like, I want, I want your company to be recognized, I want my company to be recognized, and, and that just kind of grows into other opportunities, basically, yeah. right, so. so. you want it to be, like, a standalone, dominant brand. Yeah, I just want, I like, just want. Oh, they, these guys depend on, you know, the big right, guys. Right, yeah, like, I don't want, sometimes, like, if it's a huge general contractor, right, like, all the other people get lost under yeah. that umbrella, right? And you're like, oh, wow, construction company A did this beautiful, look at this reception area. Oh, my God, it's beautiful. How did they do it? Blah, blah, blah. When, like, there's 40 trades that <laughs> actually that, put yeah. that together, right? <laughs> and, like, and, and like, sure, should they get recognition? Yes, of course, but, like, let's all have a part of it. Let's all, you know, yeah, be for thankful sure. for what we have. Or, like, thankful to your to your to your countertop guys and your mill workers and everything else you know so yeah and i think that does happen when you do a really good job and you are active in the job site you're active uh with questions and responses and and um show up on time show up to meetings show up in a in a way where you don't look like a slob or you don't look like anything else right you show up and you're you're ready to go um you look like you walk in and, and you look like you own the place yeah i mean you <laughs> gotta have you gotta have with a lot of these like that confidence walking in like hey I'm yeah here. you gotta be like hey i'm here like to put the countertops in i told you we were coming this day last week like and you have i don't know painters all over the place right yeah. and and why didn't you call me 
and tell me that you had painters in here right now, or I could I could have sent my guy somewhere else. I could have, you know, anything else. And and if you go in and you have that mentality of like saying, this was my day, this was my time, uh, they'll they'll figure it out for you. They'll they'll be like, oh yeah, shit, I messed up. <laughs> like yeah. this is something on me. But if you go in there and you are like, oh man, the painters are here. Uh, well, I guess like we'll just wait, or we'll just not say anything, and then go back, and and not have a confidence to be like, hey, this is wrong. I'm supposed to be here. Uh, it just then it puts it back on you, and now they're attacking you instead of you attacking them. Yeah. Not attacking, but you know, driving the show basically, yeah, driving yeah. like what what needs to happen. And I think that's what a lot of people mess up is that it's just like you you let you let them. Like you're saying, even take control of what you're yeah, there to do. For sure, yeah. I mean, if you're there to install the countertops, but you still let them run the show. Run the show, the right? Countertops when that's supposed to be you. Yeah, and and a contractor, a, a supervisor, GC. I mean, they're there to facilitate things and be kind of obviously the the liaison or the connection to the architect and owner and everything else, but. Um, half the time they're super green they're on six projects they don't like want to be bothered <laughs> you know with with trades and stuff and like even though that's their job but so if you uh, I learned a long time ago if like you take advantage or if you take control and you tell them what's going on and what you're doing and and document job site stuff and and just be in their face uh like they'll respect you way more than than you being like a yes man to them or being like yes sir yes ma'am uh sorry i'm two minutes late sorry i'm 10 minutes early <laughs> whatever it might be like if you just control the narrative and, and push your your team and your trade on them they they respond way better to that than than kind of being like sheepish or shy about like yeah. controlling the what's going on so um the squeaky wheel gets the grease right yeah. <laughs> always no matter if it's really squeaky or a little squeaky so three years running man i've i've uh i've been in your shop it's a it's a big shop you got a lot going yeah, on there. yeah yeah what uh what's your what's one of your goals what's your one of your long-term goals because i don't like at least for me they've changed over time um yeah they're they're moving here and there uh you know, there's kind of a a main focus, of course, uh, and then there's always little things that I think of along the way, right? <laughs> like six months ago, I was thinking about this. Now I'm thinking about this. Um, but like a ten, say like a ten year goal, like ten years from now, what what is what do you see Hearthstone at? Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, probably a a new building, a standalone uh, standalone building that that we basically control and and can run rent and rent out and own and you know if other things need to be a part of it um and then probably just a a more streamlined auto auto process a little bit um right now i'm always hesitant to try new software new things or or I always want it to be perfect, right? I always want, I don't want to 
start something and be like six months later, be like, oh, this isn't really working. <laughs> so I, so I kind of like uh, hold myself hostage for a little bit at the beginning of like ideas and stuff. But, but uh, for a, for one of the goals would be just just a more uh, auto driven like system and and uh, ability to to just streamline the whole process, I guess. <laughs> um, that would be one of those. And then, then I guess main, main goal would just be just a super recognized company that, that is a part of the Austin community that everyone knows, trusts. <laughs> yeah. um, it's been a, it's been eye-opening and like the three years uh, of the clients I do have and the people that that trust me to do the work sometimes I I don't realize how valued we are I guess and like how much people do appreciate what we do and like and and constantly come back to us and and want our service and that's like I'm very low key person in general <laughs> like I don't I get I don't get too high I don't get uh I guess too too uh built up myself or whatever or like cocky or anything so I like try to stay very humble and like just go along <laughs> you know go along yeah. about about things and and so I have to every once in a while to recognize that like oh this is <laughs> this is a pretty good thing and like a really nice like feeling that like we're doing really good work and, and a part of these awesome projects and, and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, just recognizing that I, I want to grow, uh, size wise for sure would be one of the biggest things and have a couple more, a couple more machines. We just got a new machine, uh, a couple months ago. And that has been one of my goals since basically I saw this brand, 10 years ago I was like wow that that looks like I want to own that <laughs> like I, I want if <laughs> I cool. like if I were to ever own a company like those are the machines that I want yeah. right and and so it's uh, like top of the line stuff yeah it's just it's you know like American made yeah all that stuff training is crazy good and makes kind of tough while you're sleeping yeah it can <laughs> if you trusted it to do that it, yeah. it could definitely do it but but it uh, that was a that was a big goal that we just hit this year. So nice. uh, so now we're just trying to work around that of like build off of that, right? And and see what the next part could be. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, it was a. Uh, I started that shop with one side of the building, um, three thousand, four thousand square feet or something. Got an opportunity to take over the other side of it so that was a huge step a huge like risk too i mean you're taking on twice the size basically yeah. uh it's not, a sm it's not a small shop no 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 it's a, now yeah, we're it's, it's, it's big. yeah now we're up, up around seven uh seven thousand square feet but it allowed us to create a space for for fabrication for the machines to really put out a, an amazing product and like dedicated workstations and, and places mm -hmm. and bring all the materials and 
and staging areas, trucks into this like clean environment where it's can be staged and ready to go. Stuff can be prepped uh, on office side now and everything. So it created a, a separation between like walking into a shop, <laughs> you know, like walking into an actual like straight up grinding, cutting, all that stuff, and and allowing finished products and things like that to be moved to a, to a different area. So yeah. that was huge. And in turn, allowing us to, to purchase this machine uh, to even do better stuff because now we can, now we can make any shape, any piece, any, any style, uh, super fast, super clean and accurate now. So, so that was a huge, a huge deal. And I, when I started, I you know, obviously have to have guys working for me. I can't do yeah. it by myself, right? So I brought a couple a couple guys in that I worked with in the past and trusted. And I was like, guys, look, if this is going to be a road, like <laughs> this is going to be a, a process. But like, you know, here's here are my goals. Here's what I want to do. And, and if you stay with me, not stay with me, but like if you stick with it and we work together like we are going to hit these things and right and and then when i showed up with that machine they were like oh wow you (laughs) you weren't kidding (laughs) you know it was like when we started because i didn't tell i didn't tell i wasn't like i signed the contract was like guys look what i did right because like that's you can't you don't know you don't know like anything could happen in the next you know six months eight months whatever it took and so when you know, I finally had him around, and I was like, guys, I need, like, this, his, this thing's, like, 17 feet by, like, 12 feet. It's not small, right? Yeah. So, like, I was like, I need this space cleared. I need these things move. We're going to change this to this. And they're like, why? And I'm like, well, you're getting, we're getting a new machine. And they're like, holy, oh, dang, that's crazy. So. How many guys do you have right now? Uh, I have nine right now. Yeah. So, it's scaled from probably, like, three three to nine now three four guys to nine it's three when you started yeah and yeah, then yeah. nine right now yeah three yeah, years yeah. later yeah mm-hmm. so what kind of opportunities do you do you plan on providing for for your team as you as you guys grow yeah there's there's uh all kinds of roles that some of the guys can go into or change into um there's lead installers, there's programmers, project managers that, um, you know, some of these guys started out as just polishers or there's kind of like a, a couple levels in the stone, steel, fabric, wood fabrication world where like you start out with kind of basic, you know, cut, polish, make sure tape check your tape measure make sure pieces are right like super basic stuff that you can't take for granted right yeah. and and so um you know you kind of learn in that role and I, that's the way i started to and and uh then you move into more like <clears throat> using using specific tools like uh seam setters and leveling blocks and and installing and, and learning how pieces fit into spaces and what you can do with them and what you can't do with them you know um and really just 
like repetitive experiences to get your details super clean and and know what I expect out of a job. Like so that role is kind of like more supervision manager, I guess. You know, you're in charge of other people at that point, right? So and then the the other opportunities would be sales, uh programming, um like I said, project managing and just communicating with clients at that point. Uh that's a huge a huge step because the way I talk to clients and the way I give information and expect people that are working for me to give the same information and things like that is it's a little bit of learning and a little bit of trust on my end because like I have to now know that I can't do everything myself and I yeah. have to I have to give reins to people and, and let them trust them that they're gonna keep my vision on track and keep things that that I want out there to it's kind of like keep that same level going, I guess you know? yeah keep that standard going yeah and I I hope I obviously by working every day with them and and showing them things training them things uh, they get what I want out of them in the same job so um, yeah there's as far as like growth and, and goals like it's there's that whole arm of like what do I want to create outside like what I can give a client right like I could right right now I'm I sell it I promote it I do it but for me to hire I could hire a salesperson I could hire a, a couple of project managers and and there would be work like there would be I give them things to do so it just the scale has to match up and, and go, so. Um, yeah, there's plenty of plenty of things to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, as far as, like, other things in, say, their personal life, like, how does, how does, what kind of opportunities do you have for that, you know, for, for them to improve anything outside of just what work is? Oh, what do you mean, like, like, offering them, what do you mean, like, things to do and things to No, just, like, learn. in life in life in general, like, anything that's not work-related, you know, like, their families, their... Oh, uh, yeah. You know, time I, with their families, you know, their health, their... Yeah, like yeah, that. I mean... Just to live a better life outside of work? Yeah, know? for sure, I... I mean, we you create, know, the, the blue-collar workers just, like, kill themselves. Oh, sure, the yeah. Time. I mean, I tell these guys, like, uh, you know, they can work as much as they want, but you have to be realistic and you have to know that just working all day is, isn't the right balance of, of things and stuff. So, I mean, I push them hard. We, we go 40, 45 hours, and then I'm like, yeah, get out of here right yeah. like uh, yeah like could we keep working 60 and yeah. whatever like sure but yeah, like, when you show up you gotta grind you know yeah like, yeah there's, there's time it's for not gonna else, so. it's not gonna benefit you to to be here all night or all morning and and not want to go because they get burned you get burnt out i mean in this yeah. like world you get you yeah get, it's a tough tough job you'll get burnt out real fast you might not realize it at the beginning but like uh you know 
you come in and you say you don't want to work 20 hours a week of overtime, like, man, that's not going to last very long. Like, I'm smart enough to know that you're not going to, you're not going to want to do that in three weeks, in yeah. four weeks, right? So I need you to, to understand the, the arc and the, and everything involved. And, <clears throat> and when you're happy outside of work, you usually come to work happy, right? Yeah. So, so I want to make sure they get their, their time away. And like, I, I try to give them space when they want it, space when they need it. Uh, like a lot of times they don't care about, about, I don't know, the, like the Super Bowl or something. It means nothing to like a lot of my guys, but like if Argentina is playing or something, like <laughs> I might as well give them the day off because yeah, yeah. like they're not going to be focused on anything but that, right? They're going to have the, the, the broadcast blasting in the background. I'm like, you know, this is your guys stuff. You know, I've, I recognize that they have things that they love, and I have things that I love, and there's give and take there. So, yeah. Um, like if if Mexico's playing <laughs> uh, <laughs> friendly or something over at at Austin FC, like guess what? They're all <laughs> all going gonna want to go to that. So for sure. So. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel that. I mean, I mean, you know, we all get caught up in that work stuff. Yeah, especially. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, growing up for me in South Texas, you know, it's, I don't know, at least 95% Hispanic. It's right. like everybody yeah. comes from Mexico and any other southern southern country. Yeah. And they, like, the main reason is, like, they come for the money, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, for sure. I've watched they have one them. goal I've watched is them. to get money here. Yeah. And I've, distribute it the way they want to. Yeah. But they just, like, for me, they just, I've watched them kill, kill themselves, you know, over, over money. Yeah. And it's just crazy to me that they do that because, like, I wouldn't do that. No, you yeah. Know, and there's there's just more to, to life, you know. And it's a, you might, you might kill yourself for to work, and you don't even realize that you're just working and working, and working but you're not learning anything else, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Like you're not. Growing. So you stay at the lowest level. Yeah, you're not growing into what, what you, should be, or a progression of, yeah. you know what what needs to happen and I try to like steer them a little bit and I'm like hey you've been polishing for this long like not only do I want you to do but you should want to see that there's an opportunity there to yeah. learn other things and one of the one of the biggest I guess now that I look at it like career moves or whatever uh, was I was working for a, a stone company here and they're just a stone company. I mean, that's what they, they did countertops, super high end. I mean, like we're one of the most recognized places in, in Austin and around, but they do countertops and, and one type of material, you know, one, one deal. And I got, <clears throat> I got tracked down by some people, some whatever, and headhunter or whatever. And, and, uh, I dodged this guy for about six months because he was just like, come work for us, come work for us. And I was like, no, no, no. And I had other countertop opportunities too, but I was like, the grass is always greener on the other side, yeah. right? Like, no way. <laughs> like, um, so I finally like gave in to this guy and I was like, all right, I'll come work for me. And it was the shop I own now. It was just an arm of it, but he was like, I want you to come run, <clears throat> run this 
division or run this arm of the company, right? It was a flooring company. And the stone was just kind of like a little arm of it that they had because it was just catching all these other opportunities, right? Like, it was, it was uh, there to cut their bigger tiles down if they had to. It was there when they picked up a huge, like, school job or something and maybe the GC was like, hey, can you take these counters too, right? Can you take this stone scope? Um, but what I looked at the opportunity was this is a flooring company in a huge commercial space and I was only doing high, high end residential. That's like their only client. And I was like, if I go over here, not only can I learn like flooring, wood, trades, um, other materials, but I'm also now learning like different uh, different spaces, like commercial spaces and and other schools and government buildings and everything else, all the ins and outs of of project managing and all that stuff. Um, so, but if I didn't take that, I would kind of like pigeonhole myself into now I can only do countertops, right? I've been yeah. doing countertops for eight years. And like, oh shoot, I only know how to do it one way. But um, now that I took that opportunity to do a lot of other stuff, I met a a crap ton of clients. I know my network went from five or six builders to two hundred builders. Yeah. Uh, and it's a big jump. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> over time, obviously, yeah. you know, in, in the past eight years. But like, if I was still over there, I still looked to that only kind of one corner of the market, yeah. like, my network might be 20 builders by now, right, yeah. 30 builders, instead of, <clears throat> instead of this vast array of, of, like, of projects and, and way pe ways people work and communicate and, and other trades and stuff, yeah. I mean, on some of those huge jobs that I was on, uh, you know, I met I met drywall guys, I met electricians, I met plumbers, I met uh, architects and and drafters and everything else. And I wouldn't have <clears throat> I wouldn't have met those people or I wouldn't have had the opportunity if I didn't like realize like, hey, maybe I should look for something. Maybe I should make sure I'm not just doing this one thing <laughs> for yeah. for a really long time, right? And and so yeah, I was, I was thinking of the exact same thing last night. Yeah, you know, people just like they work, they work, they work all the time, but it's not they're not progressing. You know, they right. they stay where they started. You know, twenty, thirty years ago, at yeah. the lowest level, it's like you know you're making all you're making you know I don't know whatever three grand a, a week or whatever. Right. Maybe, you, but you think that's I mean you come from you know where they don't get paid. You know. Yeah, I mean three so grand you, is three grand. Yeah, like, so you think it's a lot. Yeah. But in reality, it's not, and you're still at the lowest level. Yeah, and, and as you work over time, you get whatever 3800 that week and, and you're like oh man this is awesome yeah. like but over time your your 3000 to 4000 is never going to change right like yeah. if that's what it's going to be what it is and and so yeah but it but it's it's not so much even the money it's just the it's just the value of what you get of looking outside of one yeah one box one thing like if i didn't if I didn't recognize the value of like talking to other trades on a job site or learning from other people, like we wouldn't be sitting right here, right? <laughs> like yeah, I, I don't sure. even, 
remember how we started talking, but it was just like probably on a job where it was like, hey man, oh, I like your I like your shirt, I like your van, I like yeah. whatever, and like recognize that like, well, that's a person that might be able to help me. I might be able to help them, you know, and and learn from. I can learn from clients you've had. You can learn from clients I've had, and and process and everything else. And, yeah. And like, sure, we're different. We do different things, but like, there's a lot of similarities <laughs> to what is going on. For sure. And then that leads into something else, right? And and so on, so on. So yeah, I I, I heard this this thing from one one person was like, uh, it's like you you can learn you can learn something from everybody, even if it's one not to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like the well, like that binder that you see right there on the on the table. Yeah. Like we're actually starting an in-house school. Nice. For, yeah. Yeah, for, yeah. Yeah. Like to get to work, my guys to get their license. Oh, that's like, amazing. You know, I yeah, I don't want them to just like stay at the lowest. Right. Level. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So I'm always I'm always trying to find <clears throat> ways to give them that opportunity to grow. Yeah. To make more money, you know, because eventually, if I, you know, if I pay them, if they can make a million dollars here a year working with me, then that means that the company's worth. I I would love to do. That. <laughs> you know, what I mean? yeah, like that would. I would like you figure out. A I way would welcome that with open arms. If I could yeah. pay my guys what, what I can and what they're worth and what, moving forward, like if we're all going up, like hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean like, for sure. And yeah. like, we'd love to pay them a million dollars a year because that means the company's worth, you know. Way more, X, yeah. <laughs> Way more than that. Way more than that, right? It's you're worth a billion a, or whatever. You're paying a, a employee yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, one, for sure. One reason. And you're just creating this, like, value and this, and this brand that's like, yeah, you can't put a price on like something like that. Like that, that'll go forever. Um, you know, if I didn't, if I didn't learn from my uncle and my dad all this stuff and and everyone else I've learned from if I didn't have a couple of the the owners that I had you know good and bad I had a I had a suspect <laughs> bad ish one for a couple years and then I had uh one of the best ones and I still model even my own business off of off of stuff he taught me and he did like that goes that goes so far for you know everyone yeah because now now i'm taking what he taught me into this practice and hopefully sharing with my guys and my employees um and even even like you know people listening to this yeah that yeah. might not even get into the stone part, oh man but if, you know they might be doing something else that it's so it's crazy now and part of it's like i'm older you're older like part of it now is just like experience too but like Man, if I was 17 or 16 or whatever, and I had access to, like, this type of information, like, yeah. learning, like, on podcasts or or whatever, and just hearing people's mentality of, like, where they're going and how they're getting there and how they got there, it's, like, mind-blowing. <laughs> like, I get it. I think about it sometimes, like, man, what? Like, it's crazy. What? <laughs> like, I was working at... at all kinds of places, right? I was doing design. I was working in restaurants, like all these little things here and there. And, you know, I would get, I was mowing grass and whatever else, right? And, like, uh, if you teach, if you teach somebody 
back when I was mowing grass, like, hey, you've got two two clients, right? But what if you had four? <laughs> what if you had six? <laughs> what if you had another guy that was cutting the grass for you and you were going around collecting the, the checks, yeah. right? Like, it, it would be, like, but that mindset or that thing never even, like, was brought to me or crossed my mind, obviously. Like, I was... I was mowing two grasses a week, you know, and I was like, sweet, here's 60 <laughs> yeah. bucks or whatever, <laughs> you know, I was like, this is awesome. And I would take that 60 bucks and go to something stupid with it, yeah. right? There, and there it goes. And like, and like, all right, cool, next week I get, you know, whatever. And, it, and it's just like, dude, if you had, if you had the ability to like, listen to something like this or, and realize like, hey, you have a good thing, like, oh, I'm pretty good at this grass mowing thing, I'm pretty good at this whatever making coffee table thing right and like what if i had a way to to just explode the value of it and like grow it exponentially by listening to like one thing or seeing one thing on uh, on the internet or something it's like what yeah <laughs> like not that it would just it would just be a wild change for sure yeah like, like if i could tell anybody like younger than that right now just like learn learn from whatever and from anything this. like yeah. it doesn't even have to be something like you think you want to do forever but like learning <clears throat> like i don't any trade of any kind like just seeing how they develop a business right and yeah. like if that's something you want to do if it's something you want to start like as an entrepreneur or entrepreneur growing things but basically you're trying to better yourself you're trying to better what you're bringing to the table as an asset to whoever you're talking to right like sure i i own hearthstone studio and design but like i'm always working for all the clients that we have right like i'm always trying to better myself so we can bring all that to to them and and so like yeah, just being able to like learn always from from other trades, other podcasts. Any information you get is is the best one, right? Yeah, <laughs> is the best way. That's the, I mean that's why I started the, the podcast. Yeah, because yeah. like whenever I had that shift of mindset, whenever I started the business. Yeah. Back in <clears throat> like six, uh, like seven, eight months in, is be, was because of a podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I was like, man, if I start a podcast, you know, to help other people, because I know, like, the podcast was, like, a big, that's what shifted my mindset into more business, you know, growth and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, you know, how can I give back to, especially the blue-collar workers, because I, I know they have, like, yeah. very low opportunity. So, like, that's that's one of my things. That's one of my missions is to, like, give them an opportunity to not just, like, you know, level up in their career, but level up in, you know, their health, their relationships with other people. Yeah. And, like, their purpose, because most of them don't even have a purpose. Yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, I had a mindset for a while with, like, podcasts and, and just, like, people pushing, like, fake, like, abilities and, like, I don't just, like saying all this stuff i was like yeah this is how you do it this blah blah but never like if you really listen to it like they weren't saying anything (laughs) like 
absolutely nothing or they don't know anything about they were actually talking about so like <clears throat> i like stopped listening to podcasts and like listening to like brand building people and stuff for a long time i was like this is like just go to work like go work <laughs> like, yeah. go do what you're supposed to be doing like you're over here pushing those dumb stuff and like, it's like how do generic. i know you're even how do i know you're even like real yeah. <laughs> like you know yeah. what i mean like how do i know you you've even done anything you're like you're pushing like you're telling people how to do things but like have you done anything right yeah. like what have you actually done so i i just kind of like chalked it up to hocus pocus for a while and like it's like whatever i don't i don't need this but i've like you just have to cultivate and curate like what you want out of it right and what you think is good yeah um people that you think know what they're doing, people that you want to listen to, stuff like that. Um. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, yeah, I totally get where you're coming from. Um, so real quick, man, um, before we, we wrap this up, yeah. um, where, where can people find you and, you know, get a hold of you if they, they need something? Yeah, we're, uh, we're in Austin, central Austin. Um, we, we go surrounding areas, basically, I don't know, Austin surrounding areas, Dallas sometimes, Houston, but but our internet presence, I guess, is at Heartstone Studio on Instagram. Uh, that's basically the main <laughs> the main thing right now. Uh, you can you can get a hold of us at create or uh, just the email is create at heartstonestudio dot com. So um, find us there. But but yeah, I, I'm so. I'm so picky and so fine-tuned with, like, what I like to have out there as, like, our our brand stuff. Like, yeah. um, people always, like, are like, why don't you ever post anything? Why don't you do anything? And, like, I do post stuff. I do, I do uh, like, make sure that people, like, we're on projects and stickers and all that kind of stuff. But I, um, I'm just really picky, so... So there's not a lot out there, but, but we're it's doing coming. it. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing it. It's coming. And like, I just, I see, it's so easy to like take a picture of a countertop and post it and be like, Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. we did this. And like, that's not like the, the, the look I guess I want and stuff. I, yeah. You, I want it like super. You need it to pop out because it's something that. Yeah. I want it pops to be. Pops out of the house. So. I want it to be super. You need to Tailor to our, yeah. our look or feel i want people to instantly recognize something that we've done right yeah. like, and instantly know that's a, that that's us and sure could i could i post like seven thousand pictures of kitchen countertops tomorrow <laughs> yeah but like it doesn't it doesn't fit doesn't get get us to where we want to be so yeah so yeah but instagram right now uh small website is you know being built just to kind of have a, a platform, a staple, yeah. you know, where to go. Um, my my dad, uh, when I started, he owned his, his own business for my entire, you know, growing up, that's all he did was his own graphic design business. And he's like, you got to you gotta get out there. You got to hand people business cards. You got you to, gotta, he was like, he's like, I can't believe you don't have a website yet. And I was like, dad, I can't even... Like, we have so much work right now, I can't even think straight. Like, I can't make a website and make it even worse. Yeah. And he's like, well, you need this, you need that. And he's right. He's, he's 
obviously right you need to be out there like giving people your cars and all that stuff and everything but but i was like dad it's a different <laughs> it's a different world now <laughs> like i can i can send people my contact on my phone and, you know. That's right.